Welcome to Let's Book Clients, the podcast, where we provide actionable marketing steps and mindset tips to help you find and book the right clients who trust you on a consistent basis so you can stop feeling overwhelmed, stuck, and stressed, and start feeling like the amazing, unstoppable entrepreneur that I know you are. My name is Michelle Braswell, and I'm right here with you along the way with two bite-sized episodes per week. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get started. Well, hello, hello. We started this mindset series by talking about what mindset really is. Then I promised you we would explore four elements of mindset. Today's episode is exploring the mindset pillar of abundance. The dictionary definition of abundance is a very large quantity of something. The notion of abundance or plenty is less about material conditions revolving instead, once basic needs are met, of course, around an appreciation of life in its fullness, joy, and strength of mind, body, and soul. An abundance mindset is the idea or worldview that there are enough resources and successes for all to share. This worldview is contrasted with a scarcity mindset or the idea that there isn't enough to go around and that each person must guard their accomplishments or resources from others. I saw this quote and I love it. The mind is everything. What you think, you become. The thought that life is a pie and if one person gets too much, there's less for everyone else is the opposite of abundance. And the opposite of abundance is scarcity. We are talking abundance here, but I wanted to give that contrast of what scarcity is just to kind of show the difference. So I have three ways for you to lean into having a mindset of abundance. The first way, focus on what you do have. One of the mindset elements we talked about in this series was gratitude. So if you can start your day with three things that you're grateful for, it sets you up for a habit of always focusing on what you do have. It doesn't have to be material things. It applies to everything, your health, your relationships, your skills, everything. Number two, hang out with people who have an abundance mindset. Think about who you hang out with. Those who see everything as glass half empty are focusing on scarcity. Those who see the glasses half full have a mindset of abundance. Another test is to think about if you look up to the people who you surround yourself with. If not, it might be time to think about changing that or at least adding to it. I know it makes a huge difference for me. Hanging out with someone who has a scarcity mindset can definitely be contagious and not in a good way. Having a positive or abundant mindset is something that takes practice and habits to achieve, and it can be equally as contagious. Number three, see things as everyone wins. Often it's easy to think that if one person wins, the other person automatically loses. But what if one person wins and the other person wins too? I'm not saying this in the everyone gets a trophy kind of way. I'm talking more of a community over competition way, in a rising tides lift all ships kind of way. What if you saw no one as a competitor? I learned early in my business that someone who sees me as a competitor is seeing business as scarcity as if there's not enough to go around. Just like I mentioned earlier, like if I got a bigger piece of the pie, that means a smaller piece for them. Well, guess what? That's just not true because we actually live in a bakery. There's pies coming out of the oven all over the place and new pies going in the oven. It's all on a continuous loop. If we're willing to see our competitors as part of our community, we all win. Here's an example. I had an appointment today with a window washing company. 
they don't have enough manpower, so they're sold out for the rest of the year or until they can hire more onto their team. They're currently seven months left in the year, so they're pretty far out. So I asked him if they knew of another company. He casually said that there are lots of them out there and I can just Google it. That's fine. I can, and that is what I'm going to do. But if he would have given me the name of someone, I would have appreciated it and been willing to check back with them again next time because guess what? We're going to need our windows cleaned again in six months. There's an abundance of business here. Plus, you know I'm a networker and I know the other buildings around our loft building and we all work together and I would pass their name onto the other buildings and it would be something that ends up being lots of business for them. Or maybe even they know someone who wants to work doing window washing and they could add to their team from there. I've actually already asked that group if they have a window washing company that they recommend and nobody really had anyone that was had availability. So it's pretty interesting to me. So when they do get some more people hired, aren't able to do more again, I don't like, hopefully I would refer them on to my group of people and I'm sure that they're amazing and they're worth referring on, but it's just not the same way as if I would want to be a cheerleader for them because they referred me to someone else that could be viewed as a competitor of theirs. Your clients are the same way as me. They don't want to have to go back to the drawing board if you can't help them. They'll be impressed that you're so well connected and will either come back to you or will refer others to you because of it. It really is an impressive thing. I constantly partner up with others who some could see as competitors. And guess what? We're actually able to get in front of each other's audiences and add value to both audiences, serve both audiences, serve more people, and book clients from wherever they come from. Because your future clients love you because of who you are, what you stand for, what your mindset is, what you offer, a million little things. And you're the only one who is you. And here's my hot tip for you. Look for opportunities. They are everywhere. This puts you in an abundance mindset. We had a business 20 years ago where we rented inflatable rides and amusements and we booked entertainers and did party planning and all the things. There was always something crazy going on, as you can imagine. Our team started getting in this habit of calling us and starting the call with, we have a problem. We quickly learned how stressful that was for us. Like who wants to pick up the phone and hear if we've got a problem? And often it was nothing that was a very big deal. And then that also added stress for them too, because just the thought of, of looking for the problem was stressful. And then guess what? If the client overheard them saying we've got a problem, then that becomes a bigger problem. Well, my husband, Joe, implemented a policy that we're not going to use the word problem anymore, only opportunity. And just that tiny shift in word choice changed our whole business. From that point on, anytime there was an issue, the team would look for the opportunity behind it and either they could resolve it easier than they thought they could, or there was a way for it to resolve itself. To this day, we use that all the time. I'm on the board of directors for our loft building, and in our recent annual owners meeting, someone asked the question, what do you see as the biggest problem that presents itself often? I immediately said, we do have a few opportunities for improvement, and everyone clapped at the mental shift. They just started clapping. I'm like, what's the deal? It's something that we think all the time in our life. So instead of it being a problem to be dealt with, it became an opportunity for growth, and everyone saw that. See what I did there? Growth was our mindset pillar last week. If you missed that episode, go back a couple and pick it up. It's a really good one. Look for opportunity everywhere, especially if it feels like a time where a problem is presenting itself. 
as always, thank you so much for being here with me where we learn, grow, and connect together. And we'll see you on the next episode.